best moment, best moment. What would you say? I think there are a couple of candidates for this, even though. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, are well, there are many. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, even though there aren't a lot. I mean, they got 10 wins. So in theory, you could say that you only got like uh, 10, got moments. T- t- 10 moments that you could even pick from uh, well, ha- halfway through the season. But I, I got a couple in mind. Which one would you go with? The best moment will be game 82 when the final buzzer sounds for game 82. That'll be the best moment. Now, for me, the, the best moment is is the win they had over Atlanta. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it was November. Uh, they were sitting at, with three wins, and um, they're down by a dozen points, and DeJounte Murray is just clowning them, and he hits a three uh, over Jabari Smith Jr., and on the way back down the floor, he taps Jabari Smith on the head, and that kind of set the Rockets off. And you know, The Rockets showed a lot of competitiveness, and they came back, and they won that game, and that started probably their best stretch of the season. So for me, that's their best moment. Um, Jabari Smith even told me he thought, and this was last month, he told me that he thought that was their best moment of the year. I don't think they've won a game since he told me that. So I think that's a pretty easy one for me is uh, the win over Atlanta. Yeah, I, I think that's a good selection. It was one of the two that, that I was going to go with. Uh, you mentioned the DeJounte Murray part of it. Uh, I thought that was a really good sort of rallying moment for the team, for the young nucleus, because you saw Jalen Green come to his defense there. Uh, at some point during that game and and I know it earlier in the season there was a clip of Jalen Green and Jabari Smith sort of having a heated discussion let's call it on the sideline and you know how everyone wants to overreact to moments like that uh, especially when they don't know what the relationship dynamic is and the relationship dynamic is new and so they want to they'll, they'll take the clip and make of it what they want to make of it and I think it sort of started a little bit of conversation, not amongst people who like really matter, right? Well, I mean, just like chatter, right? Uh, uh, amongst maybe a, a segment of the fan base. And then you saw that moment where it's like, nah, these guys are teammates. And, and as you've mentioned before, and what is just obvious, they're stuck together. <laughs> you know, they, they are teammates. They are a package deal at this point, for uh, at least for right now, for sure, uh, or for the foreseeable future, for sure. And so I thought that was a really cool moment to see them united or, or to see Jalen Green, the one that, you know, the second year vet come to the defense of the rookie uh, and, and see some unity there. And, and like you mentioned, man, that seems to to ignite a little bit of fire in them, you know, and, and I was able to appreciate that. Uh, and they did, um, you know, did go seem to kind of go on a little bit of a of a run of good basketball. I'm, I'm going to go with aside. So aside from that, when I'm with you, aside from that, when I'm going to go ahead and go with with mine. Um, the win on uh, the 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 day that the night that Stephen Silas could not be there because of the death of his father Paul Silas and John Lucas stepped in as head coach and on that night they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. I thought up until that point they had played some of the best basketball uh, of the season, like overall, like they they'd had a couple of games like that, but it was one of those where they played the best basketball and had a stretch there. Uh, a couple of really cool moments. Uh, we talked a lot about Jalen Green and, K- and K.J. Martin uh, and, of course, Kevin Porter Jr. All of those guys had some really cool – Jabari Smith had some really cool moments. I know Jabari, that was that was the game where he didn't really shoot well or have a great offensive game but impacted the game in a, just a, such a non-box score kind of way. You know, you remember this. You know, it was, a, it was one of those where, like, you really would have, would have had to watch the game to really understand what his impact is. And honestly, I think that that's a game that makes the best case for why he is the rook, the best rookie, 
you know, uh, kind of going back to our earlier point, it's like even when everything's not going exactly right, uh, numbers wise or, or whatever it may be, there's a value there in having a guy like that who can guard anybody and, and, and can at least come up with a big shot even when he's not shooting well. So, uh, so that that that's my moment. Obviously, there's an emotional component to that because of the death of Paul Silas and then doing that um, seemingly, you know, in honor of you know the Silas family as they tried to grieve through that moment and um, and, and you know, of course, that was a, that's a tough time. Uh, but but to to do it at that time against that opponent and in that fashion, the only thing, the only bad thing about that game is that they were wearing the San Diego Rockets shirts uh jerseys and they refused to to change the court to 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 reflect that so they were out there in san diego rockets jerseys in a you know green jerseys on a red court and 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 it wasn't christmas yet and there's gold in there and it just didn't make a it didn't make any sense uh you know like color scheme wise and visually um but but certainly from a basketball standpoint from an emotional standpoint i thought that was a really cool moment for them yeah, the other the other game that I would put up there was when they beat uh, the Sixers with James Harden and Joel Embiid when they won that game. In yep. overtime. that was a really good win for them, and they played at a high level that game. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, I thought that um, you know, and that was <laughs> it's funny that was our opportunity to kind of talk about the relationships that James Harden has with the players on this team. You know, he talked about Josh Christopher wearing his number at Arizona State. Uh, him being somebody that that communicates with Jalen Green fairly frequently, and Kevin Porter Jr. Um, really looking up to him, just sort of patting into I guess parts of his game after the guy, um, and then you know just a few weeks later, the 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 national media gets a hold of the report that uh, or, or r- runs with the report that he would be willing to come here, which I mean. That's no, they, you know, no secret to us that James still loves it here in Houston. Um, uh, you know, um, but you know, he got that. I say that to say that was a, a, an up close and personal look, and he again, he already knows these guys, but that was an up close and personal look of what could be. You know, James auditioning for James Harden. You know, oh, okay. maybe your free agent ac- acquisition of the summer. There's a scheduling quirk this weekend because the uh, Sixers and Rockets are both in L.A. Uh, the Rockets play the Clippers Sunday afternoon uh, at whatever they call Staples Center now, and then the uh, Sixers play the Lakers uh, Sunday night. So they yeah. will both be in LA at the same time. Yeah, it's like it's it's like its own, not really, but its own kind of little miniature version of the bubble. Yeah, you know, that's, like, that's what that's yeah. what a doubleheader in LA tends to be on a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 